in the <coughs> translation of the verse, in the Vaikuntha world there is complete harmony between the residents and the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Just as there is complete harmony within space between the big and the small skies, why then is there a seed of fear in this field of harmony? These two persons are dressed like inhabitants of Vaikuntha, but where from can their disharmony come into existence? Purport. Just as there are different departments in each state in this material world, the civil department and the criminal department, so in God's creation there are two departments of existence. As in the material world we find that the criminal department is far, far smaller than the civil department. So this material world which is considered the criminal department is one-fourth of the entire creation of the Lord. All living entities who are residents of the material universes are considered to be more or less criminals because we do not wish to abide by the order of the Lord. Or they are against the harmonious activities of God's will. <coughs> the principle of creation is that the Supreme Lord, the Personality of Godhead, is by nature joyful and he becomes many in order to enhance his transcendental joy. The living entities, like ourselves, being part and parcel of the Supreme Lord, are meant to satisfy the senses of the Lord. Thus, whenever there is a discrepancy in that harmony, immediately the living entity is entrapped by maya, or illusion. The external energy of the Lord is called the material world, and the kingdom of the internal energy of the Lord is called Vaikuntha, or the kingdom of God. In the Vaikuntha world, there is no disharmony between the Lord and the residents. Therefore, God's creation in the Vaikuntha world is perfect. There is no cause of fear. The entire kingdom of God is such a completely harmonious unit that there is no possibility of enmity. Everything there is absolute. Just as there are many physiological constructions within the body, yet they work in one order <coughs> for the satisfaction of the stomach. And just as in a machine, there are hundreds and thousands of parts, yet they run in harmony to fulfill the function of the machine. In the Vaikuntha planets, the Lord is perfect, and the inhabitants also perfectly engage in the service of the Lord. The Mayavadi philosophers, the impersonalists, interpret this verse of Sriman Bhagavatam to mean that the small sky and the big sky are one. But this idea cannot stand. The example of the big sky and the small skies is also applicable within a person's body. The big sky is the body. The big sky is the body itself, and the intestines and other parts of the body occupy the small sky. Each and every part of the body has individuality, although even though occupying a small part of the total body. Similarly, the whole creation is the body of the Supreme Lord, and we created beings 
or anything that is created are but a small part of that body. The parts of the body are never equal to the whole. This is never possible. In Bhagavad Gita it is said that the living entities who are parts and parcels of the Supreme Lord are eternally parts and parcels. According to the Mayavadi philosophers, the living entity in illusion considers himself part and parcel, although he is actually one and the same as the Supreme Whole. This theory is not valid. The oneness of the whole and the part is in their quality. The qualitative oneness of the small and large portions of the sky imply that the small sky becomes the big sky. There is no cause for the politics of divide and rule in the Vaikuntha planets. There is no fear. Because of the united interests of the Lord and the residents. Maya means disharmony between the living entities and the Supreme Lord and Vaikuntha means disharmony between them. Vaikuntha mm. means harmony between them. Actually, all living entities are provided for and maintained by the Lord because He is the Supreme Living Entity. But foolish creatures, although actually under the control of the Supreme Living Entity, defy His existence and that state is called Maya. Sometimes they deny that there is such a being as God. They say everything is void. And sometimes they deny Him in a different way. No, there may be a God, but he has no form. Both these conceptions arise from the rebellious condition of the living entity. As long as this rebellious condition prevails, the material world will continue its disharmony. Harmony or disharmony is realized because of the law and order of a particular place. Religion is the law and order of the, of the Supreme Lord. In the Srimad Bhagavad Gita, we find that religion means devotional service or Krishna consciousness. Krishna says, give up all other religious principles and simply become a soul, surrender unto me. This is religion. When one is fully conscious that Krishna is the supreme enjoyer and supreme Lord and one acts accordingly, that is real, real religion. Anything which goes against this principle is not religion. Krishna therefore says, just give up all other religious principles. In the spiritual world, the religious principle of Krishna consciousness is maintained in harmony. And therefore that world is called Vaikuntha. If the same principles can be adopted here, wholly or partially, then it is also Vaikuntha. So it is as with any society, such as the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. If the members of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness, putting faith in Krishna as the center, live in harmony according to the order and principles of Bhagavad Gita, then they are living as they are living in Vaikuntha not in this material world. Om Agyanatha Nirandhasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurin Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Namasrishtam Manumapi Shachiputra Matva Swarupam Rupam Tasyagajamurupurim Maturim Goshtavartim Radha Kundam Giri Varam
Shan Pramta Yasya Pratita Kripaya Shri Guru Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Atav Parakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamsha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatam Nitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savad Hutam Parjana Sahitam Krishna Titanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Guru Vaishnava Bhagavan Tina Smarani Hoi Bigna Bidashan Anayashi Hoi Nijavanjita Pura Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare There's a lot in this purport. Srila Prabhupada has especially elaborated on the point of transcendental or complete harmony as is described between the residents and the Supreme Personality of Godhead this is the condition of the Vaikuntha worlds and there's debunking of the Mayavadis the big sky and the small sky, Gatakash, Patakash, as saying among Mayavadis that if you have a pot, then an empty pot, there's air in it. And if you break it, it joins the universal air. It becomes one with it. So the Mayavadis use this example to say that well, when we're in a body, we're constricted within a space, but then when the body is destroyed, we, we merge. Or, it can't just be the body, because even they don't have the idea that you just die and you become liberated. But the idea when the material coverings are broken. So how does Srila Prabhupada, when he describes this, how does he debunk it? Anyone remember? Anyone? No. No? Well, he says that in an analogy, there has to be similarity. So what's the similarity between a pot and material bondage? It's an invalid analogy. <clears throat> harmony. Looking for harmony. Harmony is in the spiritual world. How is there harmony? Well, one way is to just stop everything and then there's harmony. There's the Mayavadi's idea. That uh, <coughs> Kunti Devi also says that dissension between living beings is caused by social intercourse. People come together and then there are disagreements. So the Mayavadi's idea is if well, you, you just cease to have personality, if there, if there are personality clashes, there are two ways to have harmony. One is to stop the clashes, and the other is to stop the personality. And either, either way you end up with no personality clashes. 
So that's a good idea, is it? In politics, uh, one way to stop the opposition, because politics means there's opposition, just kill all the other people. War is an extension of politics. Uh, that's one way to do it. Or you can lock them up in prison, but that's not as effective as killing them all. Anyway, having what kind of classes do we have in the Hare Krishna temple? Uh, how to stifle opposition. Of course, locking people up is better in the sense, from the politician's point of view, it's better in the sense that by killing people you get a whole bunch of a new opposition because the, the people who you didn't kill think that, well, maybe I'm next, so we better do something about this despot. But if you lock people up, there's the danger that they'll escape or somehow be able to exert their influence. So these are the kind of things that politicians talk about. So, stop the clashes. Well, another way you can do that, you can stop riots or demonstrations in the streets. People demonstrate. It's very popular in Britain. I don't know about in this country. It's, it's very popular in France. It seems to be like a, a way of life. <coughs> Stop the clashes. Bring out the police. But the Vaikuntha world, the clashes are stopped because there is oneness. Not the kind of oneness that the Mayavadis talk about, but oneness of interest between the Supreme Lord and the residents. Oneness, not that the residents become one in all respects with the Supreme Lord, which is not possible, because the word supreme means that there are subordinates. So if everyone becomes God, then there's no meaning to God, because God means the Supreme. But there's complete, <coughs> complete harmony because the residents of Vaikuntha accept their subordinate position. Yeah, that's one way to enforce harmony also, just like in in the Soviet Union during the time of Stalin, there was harmony in the state because everyone accepted the overlordship of Stalin, but that was by fear, always precarious. Stalin somehow or other survived. He wasn't assassinated or removed or didn't have to run away from the country. But he kept harmony in the country by uh, fear. But Krishna in the spiritual world does it by love. He loves the residents of Vaikuntha. They love him and they like to serve him, which is their constitutional position. And his constitutional position is to love his servants, to protect them, and to maintain them. If there is disharmony, then bhayam. This word is used 
in this verse, fear, fear enters. This is the world of fear, as stated in the eleventh canto of Bhagavatam, Bhayam Dvitiya Exactly the same point that's being made here about fear uh, is that fear is the very characteristic of material existence. It arises due to not accepting one's position as the self. Of course, I'm extrapolating or giving a purport to the translation. Dvitiya, when we have a separate interest from that of Krishna, we're not one with him, we're not in harmony with his desires. Then, uh, when we become absorbed in thinking, I am separate from Krishna, or our whole manifestation of our personality becomes uh, corrupt, perverse, that's the word that Srila Prabhupada usually used. Uh, material existence is a perverse, perverted reflection of spiritual existence. Uh, why is that? Because of our indifference to neglect, envy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead and therefore we don't simply become separate from Him. We don't simply have a separate interest, but it becomes opposite. Our whole way of thinking becomes opposite to what it should be. If we're in harmony with the Supreme Lord, we think, I'm the servant of the Supreme Lord. <coughs> if, we don't do accept, if we don't want to accept that, well, you could just say, well, I'm independent. Then there's, I'm just independent, that's all. No enmity, that's all. Just like, uh, they, to give an example, there used to be a country in Central Europe called Czechoslovakia. And then it broke into two countries, Czechia and Slovakia. But there's no discord between them, it was mutually decided. Or sometimes they say, what is that, no-fault divorce. And people just divorce, they just decide, okay, we won't be husband and wife anymore. Still friends, nothing against you, but just not interested in being husband and wife anymore. So the concept is there, you can be independent or separate without enmity, but the actual fact of the matter is that Krishna is supreme. It's not an it's not an equal level separation. I'll be independent of you. And when the jiva thinks I'll be independent of Krishna, but actually he can't be independent of Krishna. This is his foolishness to think I can be independent of Krishna. When we're dependent in every way, at every moment, is there any way can anyone think of any way that we, we can be independent of Krishna? Only in imagination. Scratch my cheek. Am I independent? To have the strength 
You'd say, well, I, I, I don't need God to scratch my cheek. Well, you do. As I, I've often given this example, some years ago in Baroda, a city in India where we have our Iskon temple, it was the winter, so it was cold. And mostly in India, and unless you get really up far north where it's very cold, people don't use heating, so when it's cold, you're cold. And cold means maybe 10 Celsius, something like that. In India, that's pretty cold. That's considered cold. But you, you feel cold. It feels uncomfortable. So I woke up in the morning, as usual, about 3.30, something like that. I got up and uh, I, I wear a kurta at night in cold weather. So the first thing I had to do is take it off. I couldn't take it off. Why? Because my arm was so stiff. I couldn't move. It was completely stiff from the cold. So then I had a realization, say, I can't even move my arm, I can't even go to brush my teeth, I have to brush with the left hand. I could only get that kurta off with great pain, with help, someone's help, to jerk up the arm very painfully, become complete, the muscles had become completely stiff. So I couldn't even lift my arm, something, we don't think about it, just like I see, if, if you look minutely, I can see you yeah, moving, moving your hands. Probably if you look at me, you can see I'm, without thinking about it, we just move our hands here and there, move the head here and there. We don't think about it. We don't send, brain, tell a message, send a message to the neck to move like, we don't think. But it goes on by the arrangement of the Supreme Personality of God. You mean God? God? God is involved in the moving of my neck? Well, indirectly. Indirectly. Because he doesn't personally keep Vaikuntha on hold to, to exhibit his potencies. That he does by delegation. Parasya Shaktiya Vividhaiva Shuyate the Supreme Personality of Godhead has unlimited potencies and they act automatically, as if automatically, by His will. Swabhaviki, they're just natural to Him to have all these potencies. Jnana, the potency of knowledge, and the potency of strength, the potency of action. There are so many potencies of the Supreme Lord. So we can't be independent of Him. When we, when we try to be independent of Him, we can't simply be neutrally independent. But we actually come in opposition to Him because we are defying His overlordship. There's a philosophical position that agnosticism is the most honest or the best intellectual position. Because we can't know whether there's God or there's not God. So better just to be an agnostic. Srila Prabhupada wouldn't accept that. 
And we can know there is God. Why can you, why can you not see there is God? Huh? In the Bible, in the Psalms, it said, all the heavens speak of God's glory. You look up at the sky at night. Now you won't see anything because of neon lights and sun. There's so many satellites, you won't see any stars. We look up at night and then we see how small they are. Ah. Look at your watch. What is the time? No one has watches these days. But it's, yes, some people have watches. Yes. So, how can you have a watch? Because we're confident of the, the time will move at a regular pace. The whole universe is ordered. Everything is ordered. Where does that order come from? Big explosion? That's what most people think. It's accepted by most people, people who appear to be very intelligent. There was a big explosion called a Big Bang. And all this tremendous order, the, the, the Bible says, the heavens speak of the glory of God. And not only the heavens, everything, every little bug speaks of the glory of God. Uh, everything is so ordered how everything in nature interacts and it all came into being even the, all the, all the uh, constants which are required the, the, the constants the, the gravitational forces the speed of light and so many different constants which physicists say are required for the universe to be as we perceive it. And it just comes just like that from an explosion. This is called foolishness, this idea. Even though people who don't accept it they are called foolish by people who think themselves very intelligent. But actually, it's, it's a case of the, emperor, the emperor's new clothes. Can you see he has no clothes? The whole idea that everything, everything we see comes into being without any director without any direction. Even the so-called scientists, they say, well, nature has designed the tendril of a, an insect so that it perfectly does this. Nature has designed, no, 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 we're just saying that conventionally, but it's not actually that there's any intelligent design behind it. So when someone turns away from Krishna, then they become inimical to him. Krishna Bhuli Adi Bahimuk. Forgetting Krishna, we become inimical to him. And because we are by nature controlled beings, then our desire becomes manifest otherwise. 
The natural desire of the living being is to be in harmony with Krishna, to love Krishna, to serve Krishna. But when we become inimical to him, then we have material desires. And to fulfill those desires, we take so many, we're given so many bodies, in which the very nature of this world is that we, we have to compete with others because there are so many others who are also trying to enjoy this material world. And we're in the criminal department. Srila Prabhupada op opens this purport uh, <coughs> by talking about in the material world, in the government, there's civil department and the criminal department. That's two ways we can analyze human society. It's civil department and criminal department. The criminal department is much smaller than the civil department. One feature of our world today, 2013, is that there's more and more fear, security, guards, everywhere, everything. I was surprised yesterday, I didn't, we went to the Indian embassy, no security guards, no frisking. Uh, in Canada, if anyone goes to the Indian embassy, you know, definitely there's going to be frisking, because, and especially if they're wearing a turban, if they're a Sikh because there's some agitation. But surprising, maybe not so much in Croatia, but otherwise everywhere. Oh, and also there are cameras everywhere. Even in this temple there's a sign, watch out, you're, on, you're under camera surveillance. Is that actually a fact? Yeah. It's going on. You have, a, you have a bot watching, is it? You don't have a human watching. Huh? It's all recorded, so if you come in and make... Cameras. Huh? Multiple cameras. Multiple cameras, yeah. And it's all recorded. So why is that? It's, it's fear, increased fear, that people will do things wrong. And actually they will. We can see that the thin veneer of civilization, that was a quote. Now that there are so many... Uh, in America, there are so many natural disturbances from storms and wildfires. Maybe two years ago, three, four years ago, there was a huge hurricane hitting Florida, as it is around now also. So, someone sent me a video clip of a, of a resident of Florida talking about how when Everyone's running away, leaving their possessions, and he said the thin veneer of civilization breaks down. Uh, there's no one to check you, so if you if you are foolhardy enough, you'll go and loot someone's house. Foolhardy means you run the risk of being killed in the hurricane. New Orleans, the whole city was flooded a few years ago, and then law and order broke down, and then. The police were unable to...
cope with the situation. And then there's widespread looting in Britain at the present time because the police, they don't bother responding most of the time to, call, to calls for burglaries or any such thing. So there's, there's rampant crime. Gangs walk into supermarkets, take whatever they like and walk out without paying, of course. So, why are people civil and polite and not criminals? Well, one answer we can understand from this is because there's law enforcement. That's a fancy word for police and the whole justice system. If you don't follow the law, you'll get punished. And when people feel they won't be punished, then they do what they like. They don't bother that this belongs to someone else, not to me, I shouldn't take it, it's morally wrong, they have no such thought. So we can escape the laws of man, possibly. But we cannot escape the laws of God. We will be punished. This material world means it's a whole place of punishment. We're in the criminal department. This Srila Prabhupada opens this purport by talking about the whole material world is a place for criminals, those who have turned against Krishna. Now we may think that, well, that's a strange division into civil department and criminal department because the criminal department is much smaller than the civil department, the criminal department and everything else. Well, it's the same in God's creation. It's not natural to be against God, but those who turn against him, they have their place. Here we are. Here we are in the material world. The spiritual world is by nature joyful. And the material world is by nature dukhalayam, a place of distress. So what's the solution? Get in harmony, become in harmony with Krishna. Otherwise, we enter the world of disharmony. There are all so many different ideas how to uh, <clears throat> make equity in human society, liberté, égalité, fraternité, liberty, equality, and fraternity. I guess the word fraternity is outdated. Now you have to say fraternity and what's the word? Sotoriety for, for women, among women. But in this material world it's not possible. Liberty we don't have. We don't have the liberty to live forever. We are forced not to. For instance, and if we're given liberty because we have the tendency to misuse it, I was just giving examples. So it's not such a good idea to give complete liberty to everyone. In Vedic culture, the Brahmanas are given liberty because they're trusted to not misuse it. But if they do misuse it on a regular basis, then they're de-Brahmanized. They're expelled from the society of Brahmanas. 
Egalite, that's also not possible, that we can have equality. Nowhere is there equality. In the spiritual world also there's not equality. There's the Supreme Lord, he's superior to everyone else. So there are foolish ideas, various, various political systems are dreamed up to, to try to make harmony in human society, but it never works. Communism sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? Everyone, everyone works according to their capacity and takes according to their need. That's the basic idea of communism. But the history shows it, it hasn't worked because you can't have complete equality and harmony. Someone has to be in charge, which means he has more power, which, which means he lives differently to others. He has more power, he'll also need guards around him. He, he, needs to, he needs to be able to tell people what to do and they have to be prepared to follow and if they don't follow then he has to have law enforcement. So these ideas, how we can institute harmony in society. Uh, the best system is by Varnashram Dharma, recognizing that people have different abilities and propensities and engaging them centered on Krishna consciousness. That's the best system. But Varnashram also, you're not going to have a perfect society because it's, it's the best system for regulating an imperfect world. Why is it imperfect? Because Srila Prabhupada has elaborated on it in two-page purpose, which is more than average. Uh, how there can be complete harmony. When there's complete harmony, there's no fear. Just like we see the child in the arms of the mother feels no fear. Theoretically, the mother could just drop the child on the floor, causing severe pain, injury, and possibly even death. But the child feels no fear, the baby feels no fear. Majaranyai, the, the kitten is held in the mouth of the cat but feels no fear because has complete trust that the mother has my best interests at heart and is capable of protecting me. And of course, the, the cat, the kitten, doesn't make any such philosophical uh, consideration, but that psychology is there. So there's the point. We live in the world of fear. As long as we are inimical to Krishna, otherwise we go to the world of Krishna. They're meant for harmony in the spiritual world. The next question. Yeah. Here, I was speaking about this law enforcement. Prabhupada writes in the purport. Harmony or disharmony is realized because of the law and order of a particular place. So the question may arise, then why within the society of devotees is there disharmony? It's the same reason. Well, there can be two reasons. One reason is that not everyone's fully focused on serving Krishna. Another is there may be different ideas about how to serve Krishna. 
Vale. Harmony should be the basic uh, basic uh, what should we say atmosphere or principle. It can't be enforced. That's the point made here. Can't be enforced. I, within Varnashram society, that harmony is there by recognizing the brahmanas as persons who are capable of properly guiding. And people defer to them. They defer to the authority of the king. The king defers to the authority of the brahmanas. The brahmanas defer to the uh, Supreme Lord as expressed through his orders in the Shastra and through the gurus who live according to that Shastra. And if Brahmanas have disagreement over any point, then they come together, they discuss on the basis of Shastra. It's recognized that people are at different levels. Shudras are allowed to act in a certain way, which Brahmanas aren't, but it's understood they're Shudras. They're not on the same level. Okay, you're going to be like that, well, be like that, but you can't claim to be on the same level. Okay, that could open up to a lot of discussion, but I'm going to finish there. Hare Krishna. <coughs> we'll finish there, because things to do. Hare Krishna. All rise to the divine grace, Srila Prabhupada. Thank you.